Welcome to the Marriage Puzzle Podcast with Julie and Thomas Hobby. We are marriage coaches who help couples with pain points about money, intimacy, and communication go from being overwhelmed to being secure in their marriage. If this is your first time listening to us, thanks for checking out our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Let's dive into this episode. Hey, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us again. We made it through um, having COVID last week and uh, are feeling a little better. I'm still sounding a little funny, but <laughs> but we're here and we're showing up for you on episode 47 to talk about when you can't have sex. <laughs> yep. We like talking about sex, money, and communication. And we were like, we haven't talked about sex in a while, but um, we're going to be really, really open and honest and, and talk about the season of life that we're in when we're not having sex right now. So usually we're telling you to have sex in your marriage and have lots of sex or often um, have sex often with your spouse. But there, there's sometimes seasons in life that um, it's not possible. So obviously we were sick last week, if you listened to um, last episode, and um, so we weren't really in the mood. Right. <laughs> um, and then I'm a little over halfway through this pregnancy, and um, for some complications and stuff, I've been, was put on pelvic rest. And so it's not full bed rest, but pelvic rest is basically a husband's worst nightmare. (laughs) Yes. When you hear that, you're like, wait, for how long? (laughs) If you look it up, it basically, um, you know, like no heavy lifting and, and they're like, and nothing in and out. (laughs) So it's like, well, sex is off the table right now. And this is our window. Like, you know, being pregnant is usually, um, I mean, some some women, it's harder to stay intimate, I think, when you're um, just the uncomfortableness of pregnancy. And then there's others that, like, your sex drive increases, and it was fun for us for a while, and it was great until, yeah, about 20 weeks, we're like, oh, no. So we're going on about three weeks of pelvic rest with no end date yet, so. Yeah, and, and in all <laughs> fairness, I'm... <clears throat> pretty sure when we talked about having one more baby one of the top things i said was pregnant sex is the best yeah. sex anyway so <laughs> that was one of my selling points let's do it <laughs> and you're looking at the doctor like what but um, wait a minute this I mean, is bait and switch business that happened anything for a healthy baby right um yeah. but but that's a season <clears throat> we're being really open and honest about but there's other scenarios, you know, we knew that was going to come, um, you know, after you have a baby, mm-hmm. um, we've talked about that. Maybe you've had an injury, you know, or, um, spouse, um, is, is her, or, you know, in like some kind of bed rest outside surgery of, of or having, something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Could be anything that, um, so this is more of like when you can't have sex, like you're married and you can, but maybe for more medical um, reasons. And, um, so that's why we're, why we're talking about why you can't have sex, Yeah, (laughs) what to do when you can't have sex. Yeah. This isn't really a choosing not to episode because there are times where, I mean, in reality it is a choice, right? You know, and you know, there are times where in our relationships where we choose to allow other things to get in the way. Our routines get too busy. We just don't make the time for each other and and things like that. This is not an episode about that. I'm sure we'll have an episode about that at some point in the future. Uh, But this is kind of real time for us right now. So um, 
when you can't, when you actually can't. So uh, one of the big things that you know we just want to put out there um, in this is that this is an, a situation where you have to put your spouse's needs before your own. So if for some reason, like my wife is physically unable to right now, and so that's not her fault, so I can't, and even if it was, really, <laughs> I, I still can't walk around being grumpy because of this. You know, we're at a fork in the road and we can really make a choice to just, or I guess I could make a choice, but we really both could make yeah. a choice to just say, well, this is off limits. So we're just going to live separate lives essentially for the next, you know, few months until the baby's born and then the recovery after the baby. Um, or we can try to do things that, continue to bring us closer on an intimacy level so that when the time comes and we're able to have sex again, we're just both ready and drawn to each other. Mm -hmm. Because if we kind of do that separate lives thing for the next few months and it's just like, well, I'm just going to go do my thing. You go do your thing because we can't do anything together. Um, then it's, we have to then start at zero from the point where you're physically able to do so again. Mm -hmm. And then we have to really kind of build up all this momentum. Whereas if we work on it now on the intimacy side of things and we stay close in our relationship, then we're not starting at zero. We're starting at like 80 <laughs> and right. you know, and we'll we only there. have, you know, it's, it's just going to be a lot easier. So yeah. Cause this is just a temporary season or the mm -hmm. season that you're in. If you find yourself in this situation, it really is temporary. Everything in life is, is a season. Mm -hmm. It's just when you're in it, you feel like there is no end to that. You know, we don't have an end date for this condition or, or whatever we've been told. And so it feels like this is going to be like forever. Um, but it's not. It's just when you're in it, it's, it's harder than when you're out of it looking back. And so I think um, because we can't be connected physically right now, we've had to really work on not having like an emotional abandonment. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, where, you know, you get the green light and you can be physical again, but you're like, wait a minute. Like, I don't even know you. <laughs> we've put wedges between us and yeah. just kind of pushed each other away and and then that's not healthy. So I think finding things that make you feel closer to your spouse, spouse, um, even without the act of sex, can help shift your relationship in a big way. Mm -hmm. So as hard as it, it is, we're kind of trying to lean into this season and learn from it ourselves. And then that's how we can speak from it um, in this episode with six ideas, <laughs> six things you can do when you can't have sex. Yeah. Um, and so let's kick things off with number one, you can spend some time cuddling and you may do this anyway, but this is, this can be an extra important thing when you actually can't have sex. Um, this can be fully clothed on the couch while you're just watching TV at the end of the night. Um, or it can be completely naked in bed, but obviously there is the limitation of you can't have sex in this scenario. And so... Uh, but feeling the embrace of your spouse can provide a true feeling of intimacy. That's the person that you love. And so just feeling that embrace and knowing that in this scenario, yeah, it stinks, but you've got each other's back still, like in a literal sense in mm -hmm. this scenario, then uh, that just can really change the 
the feeling the of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, so spend time cuddling and two, I would say take a bath together. <laughs> like This is your I, this favorite is mine. thing. <laughs> I put this on the list. Um, but Thomas does embrace this. Um, it was important for me to have a big bathtub, but I know you can make it work. <laughs> because the reason why is, um, or shower together or something, yeah. whatever your thing is, it's it's because being naked around each other um, and then also learning to relax, you know, in a bath, like it's actually harder than it sounds and harder than it seems because um, so, many, so many of us in our marriages, like we can take our clothes off to be intimate but it's more of just like kind of like we're just gonna get this over with or or do this act can you actually just sit there (laughs) um with no clothes and just be comfortable in your own skin and relax and talk and that's i think the greater you know reach for for true intimacy and that's why this setting can you know bring y'all together well and just because you can't have intercourse doesn't mean there's not other things that these that some of these could lead to. Mm-hmm. And as long as, you know, in an injury situation that, that that's physically able to happen, then that's okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously you'll have to take into consideration, you know, if if it if your spouse has two broken arms, <laughs> that could be that could be a problem. It's, you know, I guess but... I would, we should have opened with this. We I, we're not getting into like other forms of um, fulfillment. I right, guess right. <laughs> I don't know what word to use there. Um, this is more of like intimacy than yeah. um, you know, like a finishing act of sexual intercourse. But your situation depending on what's happening right. in, a, in a situation like this, you, can you may be, be able to see what you can can and can't do mm-hmm. and, and how far you need to go. If it's just everything is off limits, that's okay. That's what we're trying to help with. And, you know, leading that into number three, um, which is really uh, away from anything sexual, is just do something that's out of routine together. Um, this could be taking a uh, some type of a dance class or... Uh, dance break in (laughs) your uh kitchen or bedroom or something like that um you could play a board game together or video games together bake a cake together you know there's probably plenty of youtube videos that you can watch on how to make some new dessert or the stuff and do it um this can be a serious thing or a silly thing either way to just kind of get that spark uh, to ignite and, and do something. And, uh, ideally what you're looking to do here is just something different than you would normally would do. Um, a lot of times for us, we spend our evenings, we just relax on the couch we watch some shows on TV and that's, that's it. And we can get stuck in that rut. And so it's basically for us, it's anything besides that, you know, find something to do that's not that. And so it doesn't have to be out of your comfort zone. Um, like the, the dancing thing would probably be out of my comfort zone. So find (laughs) something that's within your comfort zone that you will actually enjoy and that will actually make you enjoy the time with your spouse. It just needs to be out of your routine, not out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be like, are you growing closer together, or drifting apart, which mm-hmm. was an episode we've done way back, I think in our 15 lessons mm-hmm. after 15 years of marriage. Um, and then two episodes ago, we just talked about boredom in marriage. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just kind of how things began. And so changing up the routine will help you become um, 
closer and then be able to be intimate Mm -hmm. (laughs) when that time comes. And I would say any of those ideas that you just listed, you could do with or without clothes on. So (laughs) whatever your comfort. (laughs) You said out of your comfort zone. So maybe. (laughs) Be careful with like the baking, you know, (laughs) aspect of it. You could put an apron on. Yeah. yeah, Apron's fine. Just. (laughs) But our fourth tip is. um, We don't want to be getting sued by anyone who is like, they told me to bake naked and I burned myself. Oh my goodness. That's not my fault. (laughs) It's a whole nother injury (laughs) then. (laughs) lack of common sense is not necessarily our fault so So, uh well this one's a little bit more low-key i would say number four is sleep together um but that's not sex so that's not your every day go to bed go to bed yeah like when we were sick um thomas and i took a nap together and that that wasn't our norm actually i don't know if if anyone listening if you take naps or not but we were just so sick but um we took a nap and but to like do that at the same time <laughs> uh together it was again out of our routine um so again not meaning sex but just just sleeping together like curled up or or just drifting off that's that's even as trusting each other enough to simply fall asleep um together outside of um maybe a, a normal routine it is incredibly intimate um, but I would lean into more of an evening, you know, I think some spouses drift, um, on that. Uh, we, uh, as well have different, um, Bedtimes. I was going to say like, I get tired, <laughs> especially being pregnant a lot faster <laughs> and sooner earlier than, than Thomas. Um, but we've made it intentional that not every night, it's not that I go to bed and I never go to bed with with you you know like there are times that you'll go up to bed with me and then you'll watch a show on your phone or something because you're not ready to fall asleep but just being in the bed with you it feels like we're more connected we can you know touch cuddle give each other a kiss good night you know that that's still intimacy I think that you can cultivate even if you have different um sleeping habits (laughs) Mm -hmm. and number five uh, give each other a massage um, find, figure out, you know, what your, where some pain points are for your spouse and actually really try to help alleviate some of that pain. And, um, you know, if they're stressed, they're going to be carrying that and you can just, the, the, the touch of your spouse can really go a long way in helping to relieve that stress. It shows them that you're there to support them physically and mentally, um, and it allows them to kind of, uh, alleviate that stress. And again, this doesn't have to be a sexual thing. This is a putting your spouse's needs before your own and doing something like that. You know, you can really truly put your spouse's needs before your own, especially if you're not trying any sexual advances during that time. And the last tip we have, um, when you can't have sex is kissing. I mean, before you were having sex in your relationship, you probably enjoyed, you know, the hot makeout sessions, and then they go away because you you can kind of then replace it with this hot sex <laughs> um, moment. But but bring back the, the kissing and it will help your sex life later when you're able to do that. But right now, um, you know, if that's the season you're in, don't forget about just kissing and kind of, you know, embracing a long <laughs> makeout 
um session it kind of goes with the the massage just getting used to touching each other without either like the further advance like oh you just want me for my body like i really love you and i'm passionate about you and your body's nice to feel (laughs) too but we we can stop there so um that's why number six is kissing but basically being intimate with your partner in more ways than just sex doesn't have to be complex i mean these are just the six things that we came up with, but I'm already thinking more <laughs> as we record this. So it's like you're probably thinking of other ways now that can kind of spark your um, your mind. But by challenging your relationship to find romance in places other than physical intercourse, you can introduce versatility to your um, affection and it can keep intimacy in your relationship. And then, of course, that will then lead to true connection with your spouse, no matter what you're going through together. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) So that's it. Just find some ways. If you're going through a situation like this right now, find some, uh, you know, one of these that works for you. Start somewhere. Don't allow your relationship to start drifting apart. Mm -hmm. Because when the time comes and you get through this season, like we said earlier, you don't want to be starting at zero and having to really build all of that up. You can do other things now that will allow you to be starting to, to have that momentum already rolling a little bit when the time comes. Yeah. Um, so you can get right back into the swing of things. So uh, thanks so much for being here. Um, if this is your first time, thanks for checking out the Marriage Puzzle podcast. Make sure you go follow us on social media at Marriage Puzzle. And you can go check out our website, marriagepuzzle.com. And as you heard in the beginning of the episode, Julie and I are marriage coaches. We'd love to have the opportunity to interact with you um, uh, on a couple-to-couple level. So you can go to our website and schedule a free discovery call with us. And we can see what we can do to help out your marriage. And uh, as always, we look forward to you joining us next week. We're together. We'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later. Bye.